Hey, welcome back to the Vanquisher's Guide podcast. I'm Bradley. Oh, it's me, Brandy. I already... <laughs> Off to a great start, and I'm Bryce, in case anybody's interested. I, I, was, like, I was going oh. through my head of like, I'm second, I'm second, I'm second, and then you said your name, and I like was distracted with something for like three seconds, and I went, oh, totally, totally wasn't paying attention. And I swear I could hear like a dial-up <laughs> <laughs> it was in the worst as i was so prepared i was like yeah i know it's me it's me i'm gonna i'm next i didn't and hear I anything still watched it <laughs> i went on our, me, why is it so quiet i was like huh is it is did i even push play or what's going no, on man, dude. i'm just a little slow today i'm just gonna be like five seconds behind everything you guys say so <laughs> wish me luck <laughs> oh man that'll make editing this a absolute joy <laughs> yeah good luck with that have fun <laughs> Well, speaking of lesser beings, hey, there you go. that's me. <laughs> We're going to talk about higher beings today. <laughs> so everyone the, else, there's normal humans, then me down below, and then like six steps up is everything all the guys we're talking about today. Man, you have an entire <laughs> tier to yourself? Yeah, how is you know. It there? You know, how's the weather? I'm, I'm so not special that I'm special. I think it's that's pretty like, cool. More impressive than being normal, so yeah, exactly. Get on my level. Trust me, it's it's a lot easier than people think. I bet. <laughs> but uh, today we're gonna do something brand new to our channel. Not in excellent, life. <laughs> never seen before in the world. But we're gonna talk about a book series, which I'm excited. Ooh. Ooh. Um, oh, as far as I'm aware, cool. y'all haven't read the book series or any of them so i'm excited the book little do uh, you know i've read it all very like not a very popular book <laughs> i'm just kidding it's called uh, a court of thorns and roses and mm. the series is also titled the same name um uh, it's not confusing at all that. yeah i might have seen that in like barnes and noble or something yeah it's a very very popular series um it's a like a high fantasy setting um and within the book um there's the fae or fairies and so that's what we're going to be talking about today oh, oh sick I, I find them very interesting um just in general but in the book series is that's the reason i started reading it and uh it's very good very cool Not um are, are and so these, i want to oh what's up are, are these fairies like like tinkerbell fairies or fairies like like the generic uh or or, or the more broad term of uh, like Nordic fairies, where like anything could be a fairy, or is it kind I'm, of somewhere in between? I'm gonna say both. Excellent. I think we like we're discussing like the topic of fairies not too long ago, and we're yeah. like tell, covering that entire topic would be like really difficult. Yeah, I because... mean, we've already talked about several creatures in that that could be classified as fairies. Yeah, yeah. So, so I guess before we get into the book, yeah, I did want to clarify what fairies were just in general right right because uh, i don't think we could ever do a podcast that is just entitled fairies and talk about every single type of fairy i mean it would, it would be, be harder than be like 10 oh, hours i was gonna say it'd be <laughs> world's longest podcast and it would be such an undertaking right so fairy is probably the most commonly understood name but they've also been known as the fae um mm -hmm. fair folk fairy spelled with an ie at the end um, and there's a plethora of other names, but those are some of the most popular names. Um, and usually that name in, uh, is describing a mythical being, creature, legendary creature, like something just not human, right? Um, right. Found all across Europe, um, we have traces of it all across the world even, but the most popular form is, I'd say, from the European cultures. Um, and like I said, usually a form of like a spirit, uh, something that's metaphysical or supernatural. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we, we've got like lots of myth stories about them, right? We've had, we like what, probably the most popular one that we've done. That's a fairy would be the gnomes. Yep. Good um, old gnomes, man. And because I'm in there spilled they're milk. Not like, not like <laughs> the garden gnomes, right? They're like the, the spirits that, participate in like chores or yeah like don't like it when you uh when you spill milk, milk on the floor <laughs> um so basically what we know of fairies is just a collection of folk beliefs of you know 
of different supernatural occurrences and we kind of right. can put that under the umbrella of the fae or fairies um and so in christian cultures we have uh like demoted angels or demons they're considered fae really beliefs yeah used to um, me like spirits or whatever like the deities have like minions almost in some pagan beliefs right those would be the oh, fae. Right. you have like prehistoric uh pre- precursors of humans so basically what that means would be like neanderthals human like no because it, it would be it'd be more like 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 a fantasy form of a neanderthal maybe yeah basically that right and okay. then also things like spirits of natures so like literally all of these things can be pushed into this umbrella of fairy right because it's a supernatural metaphysical spirit thing right um gotcha. And so that's why this this topic is just absolutely massive. Because um, it covers pretty much whatever you want it to be. Exactly, you right? you like, yeah, sure, that's a fairy, why not? <laughs> yeah, um, it almost seems like it was like a really broad umbrella term for like mm-hmm. any like super ma- supernatural like creature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, other than just beings, it's also the term fae or fairy has also been given to things that are like any kind of creature that has mythical mythical powers so something like um what what have we talked about recently like the uh nightmare thing alp oh sure sure oh yeah Uh, and so the creature with some kind of mythical power right um usually it has to do with trickery or um just like like something that is annoying right sickness and stuff right uh before modern day medicine when sickness would occur oh my gosh the fairy fairies or something or you know could be given a specific name like the alp but like in translations and stuff it i mean it could have been just known as a fairy and then just to define it more we gave it a different name right um weren't uh changelings also considered like fairies yeah changelings are also considered fairies if i remember correctly yeah i was gonna oh and so also a very common theme behind all of these things right so if we think of changelings if we think of the alp we think of gnomes um and almost all of these stories though there has been a similarity that kind of goes with all of them that um people wanted to try to ward them off right using something like a protective charm using just these weird random things to counteract the effects of what these people do so we have things like wearing clothes inside out the four-leaf clover um being nice to them uh not letting (laughs) them enter your home not talking to them um just all these like things to try to protect yourself from their influence try being nice that's a neat trick (laughs) that'll keep people from killing you yeah, it turns uh, out if you're not a jerk to like gnomes and stuff, they're actually not that bad. They're actually good. Ooh, <laughs> um, and then types of fairies have been known to um we've talked about like uh fairy circles or um mm-hmm. right. And so the, like that would be a place where like like not I, I don't think haunt is the right word, uh, but like that hair fairy inhabits certain areas, right? Like the gnome inhabited the home that it might right. have you know lived in previously or whatever right so basically just this is just an absolutely massive umbrella um will of the wisp is another one i wanted to mention that is a fairy even though it's not like a being right it doesn't have a form it's just like a a floating light but like that also is a fairy so pretty interesting one yeah Um, so in D &D, there's like the there's like the fae realm right yeah Mm -hmm. And and so that place is like, is it like exclusively inhabited by like fairies? I mean, that's, this is kind of a side tangent, but when I imagine like, like fairies now in my mind, I imagine that they all kind of come from like a specific realm, you know, like that's so, like a different dimension. Um, that goes perfectly in line with the the book series, A Court of Thorns and Roses, as well. Really? Uh, yeah, because so it's not a different realm, but they live in a different part of the world. Um, and so, because I don't think uh, like different like realms exist, but um, so yes, um, in almost all forms of media, there is a different 
place where fairies would live or reside um in like our own world right we have in some like in christianity it's called the spirit world um in others it's called just like the fairy realm or whatever Mm -hmm. really is is it's exactly where we live now it's just they like they live among us right we just can't see them because they live among us um and Mm -hmm. so it, it just happens that like realms and like other planes of existence already exist but like for most uh for a, a lot of fantasy it's really just like either a different part of the world that's just more accustomed to them or it is living among them it's just different frequencies or something that you just can't see them maybe so right like, or maybe there's like hot spots in which like there's a lot of like spiritual energy or whatever mm-hmm. but as far as like do only fairies live there no um because so either even though fairies like i've mentioned already can vary in appearance from like zero to a million different types of fairies probably mm-hmm. um but still things like animals wouldn't be considered fae they'd still have squirrels and deer and wolves right. and stuff that inhabit with them mm-hmm. so yeah um uh, but kind of going into a court of thorns and roses the series um basically it's a like i said it's a what's considered a new adult high fantasy it's a it's like the genre right after young adult right before adult okay and that's the first time i've ever heard of that so maybe she invented it (laughs) yeah Yeah. i've never Uh, heard of that either is that like so the reason why is because when she started off it was an adult fantasy but um it didn't sell as much as she wanted to and so her publishers were like hey well let's make this a young adult novel and she was like eh i like my sex scenes in my book and you know <laughs> better not <laughs> let's like hmm. as long as you don't take anything away and they're like okay well we can't really do that so here's the new adult <laughs> high fantasy so I don't That's know if she cool. invented it, but like this is definitely, I mean, even though it's like, it's a very popular book series, I don't know what, like, what other books fall into that genre. So it's yeah. basically like a, a fantasy series that has like a pretty prevalent amount of adult content, but isn't like dry and boring like a lot of. No, I mean, <laughs> like, yeah. Maybe adult labeled <laughs> fantasy no, series. Well, yeah. <laughs> most, most of the book doesn't have adult themes in it even though like it's something that the author doesn't shy away from right it feels very natural um how i've heard of it before and i'm i'm apologize if i offend all the people that love the game of thrones book series but for me when i read a book and if it's written by a guy and there's like adult content in it i just i can only imagine in like a just creepy old guy writing it (laughs) <laughs> oh for like, sure if a woman's writing it it like it has class and so and there could be some creepy old ladies writing it as well but i get what you mean yeah I, I do understand that that's, yeah. that's my picture and it's like so there's nothing like not classy about the adult themes in this book and it doesn't like i mean yeah i'm, I'm gonna end it there but so that is so it's, it's like it's, more part of the story than it is like really standout content yeah, it definitely does not take you out of the, the realm book. that she's building sure yeah, yeah. that's um, great so a little about the book so the author is sarah j mass she began uh, or the first book was released in 2015 the newest book was released uh 2021 so there's five oh. books in the series right now and the story follows the journey of a mortal named uh Feyre. um and so she lived in the mortal realm or mortal land and was brought into the fairy realm called Perithian. And there are other f- realms of fairies. This is just the, the where the story takes place. Um, she's taken there because she murdered a fairy. And then... Yo. On purpose or on accident? On accident. I mean, I, okay, I was going to say, I assume like murder implies purpose, but... Okay. Uh, she's like a fairy, like serial killer. <laughs> she's out there just tracking him down. Fairies in this world see themselves as above humans. Okay. Um, and so they just like they don't care what the mm. circumstance was she killed you know a fairy sure um but other than that i don't want to spoil it for people that haven't read it or anything but uh basically it's just an epic love story with 
war and fierce struggle and it's just it's pretty great um so a court of thorns and roses a court so the all the like the 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 prithian is what i'm the is like the i guess the country almost how we would look at it of fairy of this one group of fairies and then it's separated in seven different courts or like states but the courts like 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 judge courts or something like that not like basketball courts um like like lords right gotcha it could be called like the union the united courts of perithia <laughs> yes yeah <laughs> except for they're not really united but you know uh, okay the separated this, courts slightly separated courts of the loose, the loose alliance of <laughs> <laughs> they we're just okay with each other courts. yeah <laughs> we'll, we'll kill each other every once in a while but it's for the most part we're, we're fine <laughs> But uh, wow. so in the series, we have a court of thorns and roses, a court of mist and fury, a court of wings and ruin, a court of frost and starlight, and a court of silver flames. Man, she uh, really likes her courts. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to just tell you now, I'm only halfway through the second book right now. So any of my knowledge, I want to apologize to any of the fans of the series. I love it. And I'm sorry if I get anything wrong or misrepresent anything because I'm trying. <laughs> I feel so lied to. I thought you were an expert. <laughs> I thought you had read it all seven times. This way will be mostly spoiler free. So yeah, that's, will, a, that's yeah. a very good thing. Um, and I'm, I'm not nearly as prepared as my uh, Jason Voorhees uh, episode. <laughs> I, every single movie. I think Dang. it's easier to watch a movie than read a book. It's usually yeah. books are a little bit longer endeavors than watching well, and a movie. I will, a I will say um, one more thing on the adult topic. I, uh, I listen to this book while I'm at work because um, that's just when I have the, the most time. Right. And uh, I was just working one day doing something, minding my own business. And then all of a sudden an adult thing happens. It's kicking <laughs> off. And I'm like, whoa, like I'm at work here. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Time to switch to music. Sweet. <laughs> just and, like glances was... from left to right. <laughs> and as I was but uh, one of my coworkers walked up and I was like, oh, pause, 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 pause. <laughs> so, and that was the day he got headphones instead of playing it out I, loud. And the, and the, I would, I would instead never. Of playing it over the intercom. <laughs> uh-huh. But uh, so um, Sarah J. Mass uh, went into the first book um, with the intention of doing a retelling of um, a fairy tale, uh, namely, East of the Sun and West of the Moon, which if you've oh, ever yeah. heard of, it's okay. It's a Norwegian fairy tale where uh, ba- like where uh, Beauty and the Beast was based off of. Oh, okay. so, that's awesome. Uh, I didn't know that it was based off of like a old name. fairy tale. It is, yeah. Um, so yeah, like I said, it's a Norwegian fairy tale um, and it's mostly based on the story of um, a wealthy person, I think a lord, um refused to help an old woman and then she cursed him just like beauty beast i don't know about the whole love story part i haven't read the full fairy tale um knowing those old fairy tales probably was far less love story and far more tragic misery but um so i definitely would say it's more like beauty and the beast i like i didn't realize i mean i like i didn't realize she intentionally did that and i was like "Eh, it's a little bit too much like this but uh, it's a little on the nose like knowing that she was do like trying to do a retelling made complete sense and it it worked so well that's because cool. it was it was different enough to where like i didn't feel like i was yeah reading beauty and the beast yeah but it was familiar enough it was it was like watching um the force awakens as a almost a retelling of star wars a new hope sorry i should have started with star wars star wars <laughs> a throwback to yeah um so yeah, that was it was very cool. Um, and another series that it was kind of also based off of is an old Scottish uh, fairy tale called Tamlin. Uh, funny enough, one of the characters in the book is called is named Tamlin. Oh, there um, you go. Oh, nice reference for so, on her part. Yeah. Um, and uh, funny enough, also Tamlin is a very popular story. Um, it's a story of a man named Tamlin who loves a woman named uh, Janet, but then he is taken away captive by the fairy queen. And basically Janet 
loves him so much, she goes into the fairy realm and breaks this curse and to save Tamlin and they fall in love. And yeah. it's a very it's a very cute story. Um and also it's so popular um pretty much every single folk like European folk uh group has a song called Tamlin and they're pretty good. <laughs> so oh. uh if you care to learn German, Fawn F A U N is one of my favorite uh folk bands and they they just came out with a song called Tamlin and it's very good. I don't speak Learning. German. Very Learning good. German is too much work. It's <laughs> so yeah. That uh, that story kind of reminds me of a book that I read when I was a kid. Uh, not a super advanced story. It, it's probably only like maybe ten thousand words in the book, but called Poison, which is it's. I think I've told you guys about it offline before, but where it's about a girl whose little sister gets kidnapped by fairies, and she has to go into the fairy realm and track her down her sister to try and free her. Very similar right. kind of a story. And so, answer that's based off of. It. Yeah, I I don't am not familiar with the original story, so I wouldn't know whether it was, but it sounds like it is. Yeah, maybe on accident, but. And uh, the as far as I looked, um, like I only looked as far as the book that I was reading, but the uh, second novel was also based off of a another uh, fairy tale and myth. It's based off of uh, the story of Hades and Persephone. Hmm. Oh, that's right. a cool story. Yeah, yeah there's so, a lot of like parallels there. I didn't mm-hmm. necessarily pick up on that. Yeah, and so this one, so as I was saying, um, Feyre um, is the mortal, right? And so she has a cool uh, like love story throughout the entire thing, uh, multiple love stories, which is it's very cool. And so yeah, it's very cool in, in bringing in that story. And I don't know if the other books are based off of fairy tales and so not. I didn't look that far. Maybe I should have, but I just looked to where I was reading because I'm selfish. Sure. So, yeah. <laughs> and uh, cool things just about the the book series. Back in uh, March 2021, it was announced that A Court of Thorns and Roses would um, get a TV. Uh, really? Yeah, on Hulu. Um, and it was going to be developed by, I just had to say the name because it's your name almost, Randy. It's Ronald D. Moore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then um we were discussing that and we we're like, wait a second. Yeah. Is I sort of what are you a director? Uh, it's my pen name. I I created your a very... pen name is shockingly similar to your real name. No, what are you talking about? No one will ever get it. No one will ever pick up on it. But uh yeah, and then also um in uh 2015 and uh 2018 kind of two important years for this, uh they hired or 2015 they started working on a movie. Um, the idea is like putting around we don't know if it's actually gonna be a movie yet but then in 2018 they had um hired someone to start working as a screenwriter for this show or the, for a movie so whether oh, cool. or not it's actually gonna be a movie we don't know but a script is or has been written wow oh, so cool. very cool I'd be, timeline yeah, yeah i i think so and i think but i think it'd be great i'm all for i it. mean it's been a minute since 2018, but I keep well, forgetting I mean, like, how long ago that was. Yeah, I mean, it's like the, crazy, huh? I guess I'm t- going from like the perspective of like other writers that I know are like working on trying to get things put into a uh, movie and like trying to get a script written and stuff like that. Like it takes a while. I know Brandon Sanderson has been working on one. I gotta find a way to mention him, and he's been working on it for decades. Like not not so much like actively working on it at the the entire time, but like. He's had the idea of a screenwrite and idea of converting his books into movies for a while. And he's just like always is kind of tweaking it, trying to find the right people to partner with to make the movie that, or the series that he wants. And so it's a long process and a lot of work. So that's incredible how fast it's been going through for her. Yeah, really? Yeah, I just hope it means quality. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as long as like if the stars align and she's able to like find the group that she's looking for like, on her first try or like relatively early, then no way like there's no reason it wouldn't be very good it just means that she was very good at finding the people she needed which is great um and then so just a little bit more of trying to ease us into the story um so about 500 years before the events of the first book happen Mm -hmm. uh humans um lived in prithian which was a whole uh, continent at this point um as slaves of the fae Wow. And that there sucks. was a huge war 
that um, I don't know if it's a spoiler or not, but I'm going to say it just because I have to, I don't want the fate to seem all bad. So there's a yeah. huge war um, against with the uh, humans versus the Fae, um, obviously in a war based on what I'll tell you about the Fae later, um, would have completely lost. And so they did have amazing support from parts of Perithian of the Fae helping them to free them. And so after a, a very long war, um, he, and I think in human standards, I don't think it was that long, or it was very long, but in Fae it's not. It's like uh, 50-ish years was the war. That's a pretty lengthy war, yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. I mean, in high fantasy, not so much, because those... Fae, fan, or Fae fairies and everything, all of them, they are immortal. So they, it, it really doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> 50 years is nothing. But anyways, so... Uh, towards the end of the war, they they managed to free. They didn't win, but they managed to free themselves. And the fairies were forced to sign a treaty to prevent them from enslaving humans ever again. And they had to create a magical wall that would divide the kingdoms. Wow! So if you Kinda guys scroll like down they a little won, bit, though, right? Well, they they won because the evil fae, right? They couldn't sustain a war against the fae that were helping them. Uh, did they win i don't know because the war never got to a point where like the the fake couldn't handle it anymore you know uh, they just decided to like cut their losses definitely tell that they got the worst into the bar again because if you scroll down a little bit guys but if you guys ever want to like listeners just look up the map of prithian so if you guys scroll down you'll see the very very south part there's the mortal lands and then there's a wall and then everything else above it is fey land wow Man, they got the better deal. Yeah. Jesus Louise. Um, so yeah, <laughs> I don't know how much and and you'll even hear the the main character talk about how like how many humans that there are in a, such a small area, which yeah. there's, there's oh, space and stuff, but like just so like cramped living. Yeah. I mean and, and, I mean really no, probably because it's still like medieval fantasy, right? So there's not like right. that many people, but like compared to the Fae, like they're you know there's village after village after uh, the fey they're like oh we can spread out in our beautiful mountains and stuff and if you mm-hmm. look at them, right there's hardly any mountains in the mortal lands hardly any lakes but if you go north it's it looks beautiful there's forests yeah. mountains and huge lakes and stuff so it kind of yeah. reminds me of like attack on titan where it's like oh we're, we got put into like basically a glorified cage where it's like exactly. i mean you're not locked up but like but you shouldn't go outside yeah. your cage yeah, so to speak. exactly and, uh, also that the magical wall you cannot pass so i mean like oh. it's not like you could just go like sneak right. and live on like you know whatever so it's a big it, wall they're basically just you know trapped there actually you know what this reminds me of it reminds me of uh the game of thrones yeah. and it's just flipped upside down so the bottom <laughs> section is the wall yeah <laughs> so the humans are the wildlings in this scenario pretty pretty much um but yeah so um since then uh since the war right Right. Um, 500 years um humans just absolutely hate the fairies and it passes on through generation through generation so much so that like humans don't even really know why they hate them they just know apparently they're evil human eating things do they really eat humans um some of them do not all of them Oh, well, I mean, what a way to get another species on your bad side. Is oh, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. Can't um, really blame them for being afraid of them if there's the chance even yeah. of getting eaten. And humans have a set of things, like I had mentioned about like in real life, they have a list of things to ward off or they just have they just have like this knowledge of fairies. And so what the knowledge that they have is that um the only material that can hurt and kill them is ashwood they hate iron and iron can be used as a charm to keep them away apparently fairies cannot lie fairies cannot cross the wall and fairies love silver so this is the like these ideas that humans have um and apparently i mean according to to the legend um Sorry, sorry. So, All of these are according to legend. Yes, that's what so. I if you had like a, a silverware set that was half, like each like individual utensil was split 
in half and like half <laughs> was silver and the other half was iron you think they'd be like ooh no <laughs> i want it so Maybe. much but i can't have it <laughs> it's disgusting but it's so beautiful at the same time um <laughs> uh, and i'm not counting this as a spoiler because it has nothing like no value to the series but funny enough the like only one of these things actually is even remotely true wow Uh, (laughs) um and it's it's the ashwood that can it's not the only thing but it can kill a fairy um all the other things funny enough we're just the fairies like telling this to humans for so long Uh propaganda exactly just to keep them safe but also just to mess with the humans and high propaganda <laughs> what a right. Uh, <laughs> um, and, and another, like, kind of not faction, but like the religion in the human world, because uh, Pharaoh will mention that, like, humans don't even remember the gods that they used to worship. Um, they don't remember, like, any. So there's very, like, most of them would be, like, atheists, probably, you know, they just, because uh, they just don't know the religious, like, they're just fighting for survival most of the time that like religion doesn't even matter um so there is a religion in the world that is very unpopular everyone hates them if you're not part of it they're called the children of the blessed so it's uh compacted of like young women and they believe that all of the things that they know about fairies are false that fairies are good and they worship fairies like they're gods they wear silver uh, bracelets because they think fairies like them and they think that the high priestesses of the fairy uh, wear them. Um, basically, they try mm. to get people to convert to their religion, and they want to go live in beyond the wall in Perithian, even though they don't know how to pass it. So, um, like, that's just so strange to me that, like, the because, like, I understand on the fairy side, like, telling a bunch of humans of like, oh, these are the things that hurt us because, and, and a bunch, bunch of it not being true because then it keeps you safe because people don't know what actually is actually able to hurt them. But like telling them lies about what things that they find interesting feels so odd to me because now like people who actually want the fairies to like like them and like want to be impressive to them are wearing all this silver and the fairies are like, I could, really couldn't be bothered. Well, I, I honestly don't like, like it. Uh, to mention that, Yes, humans don't like the people in this religion, but the Fae also don't really care for them, and they oh, use, okay. fair. like use them for their own entertainment. That's so, fair. what you'll get in this series a lot is that really the fairies don't, for the most part, really don't care about humans. Humans don't really care about the Fae, except for that they're like terrified of them and hate them, and think that they're like they just eat, like to eat humans. But like for the most part, like they're completely content living their own lives. Okay, um, and they don't want to be worshipped. They just they just want to be separate. They're immortal beings, right? So most of these people, I mean, they do war a lot. So this, I mean, death does happen and everything. And if you are weak, people will try to kill you because it's a very cutthroat culture. But uh, basically, like people have been around for five thousand years, you know, three thousand years, whatever, however long, right? They get bored. And so they just like to mess with people and like, but they don't, they know they're not like gods. They just know that they're like significantly more powerful than humans. Yeah. We're not, we're not powerful or we're not more powerful than everything. We're just way more powerful than you. So we can take advantage of you. So we're basically gods. And uh, <laughs> the, the Fae they're they all have a religion and I believe it's, I, I don't know yet because I haven't gone too far, but like, as far as I'm aware, it's the correct religion because like even the most ancient ancient beings that are like like not millennia that's not as long but like like more like they've been around longer than the fey race has even existed like that long right even believe in this religion basically it's they worship the cauldron and they believe like Like the black cauldron yeah i (laughs) wish i love that movie (laughs) but no um i don't i don't remember it off the top of my head but basically it was just like this cauldron that created everything and it's like really powerful. And I know it has significance in the book. I'm just not there yet or just don't understand it. I don't know. But anyways, so that's kind of a premise of the book. And now we can get into the actual fairies and talk about like, yes, which is the the coolest part. So nitty gritty. So fairies are fair, are mortal magical beings, highly feared by mortals. 
we get that, I believe, right? Mm, so, yeah. like I mentioned about the map, fairies live north of the wall in Perithian. In, um, but there's also, like, if you look on the map, there's an island to the west um, called Highburn, which is, I believe, 100% fairies. Mm. And there's probably, I mean, most definitely other continents. And I'm sure that there's fairies in other realms. Um, but our story mainly takes place in Perithian. Gotcha. Um, so there are two types of fairies, and this is a very small or like it's pretty descriptive, but it's also like a very big umbrella. There are the gotcha. high fae and the lesser fae. Um, and really, this is a it's kind of it's not subjective, but it's like a made up grouping, like <laughs> a certain group of fae called themselves the high fae because they have. Uh little bit more powerful and so there's basically it's racist right it's a very discriminatory way of life and it's talked about in the book which i think is very good um basically the they are oh yeah what's up is there any like actual like physical differences between high and lesser there are yeah and i'll talk about it but what's bad about it is that the high have taken upon themselves after generations and generations and generations to become the rulers of all the fairies right. and the less fairies then serve them. So it's basically like King Lord versus peasant where like yeah. as much as there's like maybe be physical differences because like one person can take care of themselves. The other one can't um, like medically or whatever, you know, like one of them still sub like a subject to them having to work the fields and pay tax and everything. And the other one just, lives a life of luxury yeah and then so Haife are have put themselves in the position to be the rulers they are more humanoid with pointed ears uh tall usually just like what's described in the book is just absolutely attractive like just beautiful very like no blemishes unless like they have like a scar or something from like battle or whatever but like they're just beautiful perfect specimens basically so they're Sounds like, like greek gods yeah they, they, i was gonna say they sound like uh jr tolkien's uh elves where they're yeah, just like exactly. perfect yeah. immortal beings that are pretty really pious yeah <laughs> and then lesser fairies are anything that don't look like that yeah wow so that's what i mean it's very racist <laughs> yeah so i was just gonna say yeah wow racist <laughs> Dang. so it's like if you're beautiful then you get to like be royalty and not work a day in your life but if you're like kind of a little not as beautiful then you're are you talking about the real world anymore the or are you talking <laughs> about the book or the real world now i don't it's hard to tell uh, yeah so the the high and, and the high fate are more powerful as well so i mean like it there right. is like there are differences other than just like looks but like doesn't mm-hmm. make you high fate or lesser fate like that's just a very demeaning term to me so yeah um like I said, yeah, they're humanoid. Um, other than their ears, and they have longer limbs, taller, just like I said, yeah, basically just better than humans. Um, in Perithian, um, the lands is divided in seven courts. There's the spring, summer, autumn, winter, dawn, day, and night courts. So the the <laughs> season, and then like day periods. Very uh, creative. And each court is ruled by a high lord um and each and everything above the wall is it's pretty interesting that like because there's magic throughout the whole realm right and so like the spring court is pretty much always in spring um autumn court's always in autumn winter dawn or winter spring all like all that right and then dawn day and night are different basically they go through all the days and stuff and they go through all of the seasons but like the dawn court will be the most beautiful at dawn or in the night court will be the most beautiful at night. So, okay. Gotcha. Man, I'd still love to see like this planet's rotation around its sun Uh (laughs) in order for like all the seasons. So like the planet is normal, has a normal evolution. It's just, there's like really powerful magic that keeps it like that. Oh, so it's magic. I would, I would have wanted it to be doing like, figure eights and yeah, I was gonna say I would have loved to see the sun bouncing around through the sky. Different like courts like actually like move like independently around the earth. That would be actually pretty cool. <laughs> um so the high fey like I said much stronger, more powerful and have uh different or like more advanced types of magic. 
opposed to other types of fairies. Um, three of the like coolest types of magic that kind of, uh, or I guess I'll, I'll I'll break them down and tell you like how rare they are or not. So, um, diamete, I could be mispronouncing that. Sorry. Um, are it's a type of magic that's uh, some fairies have the ability to be able to walk into someone's mind and they're able to read, influence, and even shatter someone's mind depending on their training. Um, this is a very Dang. rare ability, and only the most powerful pa- fairies can like kill someone, um, and then other ones can like read thoughts and influence you. Basically, with this, make people like your slaves, and they would do, and just they wouldn't even know what's happening. Dang. So, so very. Like- and they can do this with uh fairies and humans yes um it's more it's obviously like way easier to do to humans and then fairies can work on being able to like wall off and like protect their mind but it's that's also it takes a lot of training and only Mm -hmm. some actually ever can achieve that ability but there's no like legal ramifications of them doing that like like, there's no like laws saying they can't do that as far as i know no no um, it's invading minds, please. I'd say it's like very looked down upon. Sure. But, like people that are able to do it are probably pretty powerful. And mm-hmm. so like they can like they're like, oh the law? What does that even mean? Yeah, I mean when you have the ability to control minds, it's it would be weird for you not to be incredibly powerful because you could just get whatever you wanted. I mean like yeah. somebody's like, Hey, you stopped there, did you just invade their mind? And then they're just gonna freaking mind blast <laughs> you as well. Yeah. Be like, no, you didn't see that. Yeah. And and plus, like, like it's hard just because, like, like I said, like, like Highburn is that island I was telling you about. Um, it's ruled by one king, and so it's all under one law. All these seven courts are pretty much completely independent, except for the fact that they're like not. It's kind of it's kind of hard to understand because I don't c- completely get it. So like, and and the lords, I I don't even know what they do other than like collect taxes. Honestly. Like, <laughs> laws or policemen or anything so <laughs> i don't quite understand once again this is indistinguishable from but uh the next power is one of my favorites it's uh called the shadow singers they have the power of the sa- shadows and are able to control transport and meld into shadows um again this is a very rare ability um but even more rare um there are those that have the ability to hear and feel things that others can't. Um, and basically like, it's almost like another, what's it called? Like a sense, like a six. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like spidey sense. Basically. Yeah. And uh, these people make very good, like spy masters and it's just, yeah, pretty cool ability. I've met one in the book so far and he's, he's pretty sick. That's cool. Um, like literally he's always sick no i'm kidding (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna say i assume not but that would be and then there are seers um again pretty rare type but uh they have the ability to predict future events through visions um they're able to sense experiences that uh of things that others can't before um others do and so they're just pretty cool um like again this is kind of like a another sense kind of thing but then also they can see like future events um so in the high fey there's a another tier up but like they're still in the high fey they're the they're the high lords so each court has a high lord and all of these people are even like are just like way more powerful and basically how that works is there's the high lord who's just the most powerful right of the high fey they would have taken command and then when they have kids basically the most powerful of them are going to vie for power to become the next high lord gotcha so is that how their like social structure works is that if you're more like magically inclined or magically powerful then you kind of yeah you're more like, yeah exactly mm-hmm. this sounds like it's a like, very corrupt system oh it's yeah. terrible i mean <laughs> and very flawed about, they talk about it all the time in the book just how like this just like like they'll be like yeah humans are um like less advanced and less powerful but like at least we have a better social structure yeah right at least our government's somewhat not built on just pure power hungry monsters um and so these high lords have kind of extra abilities and can be more powerful so some of the power that they can have and i'm not sure if other high fey can do these things 
they just do it these guys just do it way better so they have something called glamour magic um which basically you can make people see and think things whatever like you want them to think that sounds like making people like that sounds like mind control with extra steps (laughs) um but what's cool is like you could like like basically like just if someone's like sitting in a blank room you could like make them see sure so yeah maybe it is kind of like weird extra set mind control i don't know um and then a very cool ability is called winnowing basically what uh through a lot of training um you can teleport yourself to different locations short or long distance and it just takes more concentration to go longer distances Jeez, these dudes sound a little busted man seriously (laughs) and so the first person i'm going to talk about is absolutely i mean absolutely busted and he's he's my probably my favorite character um so his name is uh, Recent, um, which they call him Reese a lot, which is a Magic the Gathering uh, elf. And, also, um, he's also a demon. great character from Borderlands, but you know, oh, yeah, right. <laughs> and so he and I'm, so I'm just going to go through the different courts and talk about like what special abilities they have in in addition to glamour and winnowing. So he's considered um so he's of the night court i don't know if i said that um he has an extreme amount of power he's probably the most powerful high lord like of the seven and then possibly the most powerful of all time um he's he's and he's he's awesome he's he's really cool so um is he uh is he upstanding gentleman or is he kind of a dirtbag i think he's great i think he's like very moral based on what he does but he's like chaotic in the sense of like he'll do whatever it takes to make the best outcome happen. Okay. So at least at least he has a a good heart, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Um and so he's actually not full high fey. He's actually um half high fey, half um it's called the um Illyricens. I, I don't know how that's pronounced, but another race of fairy. Um, which gives him corrupted it's actually cooler abilities in my opinion so like for me like like um if you think of like someone that's a werewolf right they have a human form a full wolf form and like a hybrid right and Mm -hmm. hybrids are always like more powerful and just cooler in my opinion so like he's he's a hybrid and he's just better for it so um that the Illyricin is the the other type of fairy that he is, and they have wings. And he doesn't have wings, but he can make wings and fly. (laughs) And other high fae can't do that, so he just is better with that. He has darkness manipulation, where he can manipulate and control shadows and darkness. He has the diamati powers, and he's probably the best at it, where he's able to mind control and mind invasion and everything. And he's been able to like control hundreds if not thousands of people at the same time he's dude sounds really scary man oh he's terrifying i mean everyone is terrified of him for good reason um he can read minds he like i said he can fly and what's cool is he can create these wings and put them away any fae that have wings can't like make them disappear so he's you know even better for being able to do that special Um, he has something he can wear normal clothes yeah hey and is like uh, a vada kedavra, where you can just basically kill people and uh, kill someone in like a matter of seconds. Wow, that's yeah. not broken at all. He's and he doesn't. I haven't seen him use that ability yet, and I don't know like if what like what it entails. Uh-huh. It seems pretty busted. So those are his special abilities, and all the other high fae are going to seem much less cool now. Very. <laughs> so tamlin i mentioned him earlier he's the high lord of spring court um he is the beast from beauty and the beast he is able to turn nice. from high fey form to becoming this just massive uh strong beast and he can shapeshift um which very few people can and he's one of the only people that i i've seen so far that are able to do it um he can basically change into this horse-sized beast with a bear-like body and the head of a wolf. He's very cool. He's one of the... I think he might be the strongest Avenger. I mean... (laughs) (laughs) But I don't think he would beat Reese in a fight. So it it doesn't really matter. Unless it's an arm wrestling fight. I mean, even then, it's pretty hard to 
be the dude that can turn you into mist. Yeah, yeah. Um, or a guy who can tell you and make you think that you don't want to fight him. <laughs> <laughs> and he's has the ability also, even if he's just in his human form, to just grow these claws when he's like if his temper's rise, if he's whatever, he's just able to just gain the ability for claws. Yo, he's Wolverine. Basically. And his coolest power, in my opinion, is not only can he shapeshift himself, he's able to shapeshift others around him and That's he's, messed up. he's changed people in his court to wolves. It is very effed up, man. Yeah, that is. I don't know how I feel about that. Cool idea, but like, there's a whole like, yeah. like rabbit hole of like consent that you got to get into. Of like, yeah, people down with this. I'm so. It's like, and now you're a frog. Yeah, and you're a fly. So, but it's it's pretty cool. Um, and then we have Tarquin. Um, he's of Summer Court, and he has like the uh, he can manipulate water. Wow. Cool, he's a waterbender. Yeah. And then water the water uh, tribe of the summer court. <laughs> nice. Uh Baron Venersa, who's of the Autumn Court, and they have fire manipulation. Yo, fire everything, changed. everything changed when the Autumn Court attacked. <laughs> fire Lord Baron Verensada. <laughs> it kind of rolls off the tongue. Yeah, Day Court, and he's got a pretty interesting power. So he is the power um well his power is described as the golden white healing light um basically that means that he has the ability to so he's limited power of healing but he's able to create these absolutely cool wards and enchantments and magic and he's able huh. to just like destroy wards and enchantments of magic so theoretically could he break down the wall <sighs> So the wall is a different story. Um, it it oh. can be broken down, and he, like, I think he is better off at maybe being able to get through the wall. If anyone um, could, he would probably be the best bet. Oh, and so kind of stopping here, there are holes in the wall currently. the The magic Ooh. is wow draining, and so there so are much for you can't get past. But only the fairies know where the holes are, and of course they it's, and, but it's like. You couldn't like lead an army through them. They're like very small tears. Uh, you could. I mean, get a single file and anything can <laughs> well, happen. Like by the time someone like someone would know that there's an army there, so you couldn't just like charge them through. You'd have to. You'd have to like single file, so there'd be time for people to muster. Of this is the slowest invasion we've ever seen. I mean, it's a one at a time invasion. Um, Unless you have... turn them all into ants. That's true. Hey. <laughs> Uh, so next we have Callius. He's of the Winter Court. He's got ice manipulation, and um, he's it's able Elsa. To, like, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so he can create shape and manipulate ice. Wow. Um, then we have uh, Thessin. He's of the Dawn Court, and he has uh, very advanced healing abilities. Gotcha. So he's just like he's kind of like the guy from the Day Court, but like better healing abilities, but no magic barrier abilities. Exactly. So do you think he gets bored a lot? Because it sounds like the the fairies can like self heal pretty, pretty. Oh, well. fairies can self heal without him very easily. So I'm not. And the thing is, I've actually not he's met basically most, worthless. I've yeah, met yeah. most of the characters, so I don't know if they have anything extra. This was kind of just like what I was able to find. No, um, for sure. But again, all like... of these characters have the ability to do the glamour. They all have the ability to do the teleportation. Um. And then they probably all have other similar abilities, but they're these are just like the very specific ones. And yeah, he's kind of boring. <laughs> um, so other than that, um, the high fae are just very strong, very like agile. They can run faster than a horse and not really get tired. They're just very powerful, and they all have very limited amounts of magic, anyways. And then we head down to the lesser fairies, and so all of these are just that that don't look like high uh, the high fae. Mm -hmm. They. They are immortal. Um, they just aren't royalty. And so they are going to be like farmers. They work in the manners of, or like households of the high fae, stuff like that. Um, Man, how do the fae not have a massive overpopulation problem? Because they have wars so often. Uh, so I guess that's fair. They have wars not because they want to, but because they have to. <laughs> yeah. Maybe maybe the, the guy just turns a bunch of people into ants. And then he just like... <laughs> You know, flicks him out the door. Is like, you can just forget about those guys. <laughs> That's um, so messed up. And the lesser fae are often considered to be lower rank 
uh, obviously, right? And so because of this, uh, they have weaker magic and um, they just live harder lives. Uh, not as mm-hmm. hard as lives as humans usually, but they still some some of them do, but not not always. Um, and like I said in the book, there's they do go into a, into a lot of like the injustices and discrimination and like of of the lower fae and whatnot. Gotcha. Uh, like like for instance, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this. Mm, if we're not, we can edit it out, right? Bastards. <laughs> <laughs> thing. Am I allowed to say that? I don't know. We can say that. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> um. Anyways, like bastards are very looked down upon in this society. So oh, much so it multiple times. <laughs> after they're born, basically, like they're kicked out. They have to survive by themselves until um the fae version of adult, and they can like join the army and stuff. Like they're <laughs> very much. That sucks, um, man. Wow. And uh, other than that, so we're just gonna like. For the most part, like, I mean, just a blanket statement. A lot of the lesser fae can just have, like, minor differences between the high fae and they just are lesser fae. But there are a number of, like, lesser fae that are just, like, outside of that that are, like, more monstrous. and Very unique. So first we have the bogey, or boggy. I'm not sure. Bogey down. Um, So this is a species of lesser fae who um, roam Perithian and they serve, like, the evil people. Um, and so, like, I'm not gonna like spoil any names or anything, even though I have them written down. So sorry that you guys have to see it. But oh, uh, man, <laughs> they usually serve evil people because they are very evil. And so the cool, they're they're very interesting in my opinion. So they have the, they're so powerful that the only people that can kill them are high fae. Wow. Jeez. Uh, so they're just like super resilient, or yeah. Well, and so so why is because they don't have a material form until they're acknowledged. So, um, so the appearance of bog eye. So the appearance of it is unknown because it's not real unless it's looked at. So, uh, Feyre, um, like at one point was in the, in the woods or whatever. And it was just like, basically like circling her, hearing, like it was just shouting terrible things at her, telling it to look at her. And she just was trying so hard to not to look at it because if she did, it would appear and then just kill her. Right. So it's like Schrodinger's fairy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So yeah, it's just a a pretty interesting idea for a a fairy. Uh, Next we have the Martax. It's a... um, I thought that said the Matrix. And I was like, wow, nice. (laughs) Whoa, bro. What a crossover. Hunts and kills and it has has before killed humans. Okay. Um, And so... They have really big, like bear-like bodies, um, and then heads that resemble a lion, and wow. they have three rows of teeth similar to that of a shark. Um, basically, Jeez. they're just like the predator of the fairies. They're pretty cool. Seriously, but are they like relatively like sentient and aware, or oh. are they pretty animalistic? Um, I'd say that they're like sentient enough to like live in, like they possibly could live in a society. Gotcha. Animals. enough to like okay. enough they're like smart but not like i don't know not gonna be winning any, any nobel peace prizes up any day exactly you yeah, don't I know that i i said probably <laughs> i don't know i mean i've never met one so who's to say the naga they're um what humans would think of when they think of fairies in this world they gotcha. enjoy eating humans um so most of like the dark legends are about the Naga. Um, they're fairies that have like, the, I think the whole species is male. Um, so I don't know how they, they reproduce or anything. They have like a male humanoid body with serpentine features. Uh, they're completely covered in dark scales, very like muscular. Uh, they have black talons and they have like almond shaped eyes that are amber in color. And they have razor sharp teeth and um, a tongue that's like forked in silver. Yo, all the other fairies must be so jealous of that tongue. Right? Since their favorite <laughs> thing is silver. <laughs> um, we have the Picts. They are um, pitch black skin, depthless eyes. Basically, they're like pitch black eyes that just like terrifying to look at. Um, cool. And they have pale faces and slightly pointed teeth. 
and they look other than that they look very similar to the high fey um but they're a little bit taller and more skinny okay so are um, do these ones like kill humans or eat humans or are they're not or... nice to human they don't, I, I guess i mean for the most part i'm guessing they don't particularly care for humans um but this is like a very wide like there's a lot of them and it's like i i don't know if i wouldn't like say all pigs hate humans okay and just also a side question is like one of these species like the most prevalent or is it pretty the most prevalent is just humanoid looking people that just don't happen to look exactly like hyphae these would just gotcha. be like the specializations of these are almost like subspecies yeah yeah i guess yeah. Um, next, we have river nymphs. They have thin bodies, webbed fingers, and usually it's implied that they have large blue eyes and uh, they live in rivers, funny enough. Wow. Um, and apparently they have like an unquenchable hunger that they just always are eating. I thought you I were about laughed. to say thirst. <laughs> I was going to say thirst. That funny. No. They're just drinking all day in the river. Just... I'm um, so thirsty. There's not a drop of water anywhere. Where could I get one? Wraiths. So they're incorp incorporeal. Incorporeal. That's the word. Uh, fairy that um, exists. They don't have a solid body, so they can pass through like solid objects and walls and blend in the shadows. Um, very good spies, obviously. Um, similar to the wraiths, there's the Tartara. Um, they're native to the night cart night court and are very good master jewel smiths usually um they're not they're they're pretty rare species they um very they're like dwarves like uh well they look like wraiths um, no, they're not like dwarves <laughs> so like it's like mm, whatever body they're like rather tall and skinny so they, they have humanoid features but they're like in like a incorporeal form interesting um so they have eyes that glow like coals and the only thing that's visible like, if they were in a setting in a shadow would be their eyes. Um, Actually. Yeah. So they're, they're pretty cool. They're like the dwarves, I guess, Dan, like you said. Um, next we have the Ursk. Um, they are similar to the High Fae, uh, but the only difference is they have skin that's the texture of like tree bark, and they're pretty rare as well. Comfy. And then yeah. you have... Uh, water wraiths, which are terrifying. These are slender, gay, gray, not gay, sorry, gray <laughs> creatures. They don't wear clothes. They have long, dark hair, um, angled faces that are, um, and huge eyes that are just pitch black, which seems to be pretty common for these lesser fae. Uh -huh. Around, um, I don't it, it, like they like have like light, the like the light shines off them, so it's like I don't know if that's. I don't know why that's added, but it's added. Yeah, interesting. Um, they have sharp teeth like the pikes, um, webbed fingers, um, clawed feet, and they, they have like the Voldemort nose. Of course. I was about to say, these guys are kind of sounding a lot like just yeah. uh -huh. Voldemorts. <laughs> and then the last three type of fair that I was going to mention, these are other like pretty rare and they're like in between like lesser fairies and high fairies, in my opinion. So there's two, the Paragons and the Illyrans. We've heard of the Illyrans earlier. Basically, one's from the Dawn Court, one's from the Night Court. They're both winged um, fairies. Uh, both of them, um, well, the Illyrans are like feared among all fairies, not for like they're like being extraordinarily strong or anything. They're just apparently like savage and whatnot, which I don't think they oh. are. That's just kind of what the name they have for themselves. But usually they serve as the aerial forces in the Dawn Court and Night Court's armies. Wow. And one that I don't know like anything about is the Seraphim, which if you remember the biblically accurate angels, that's a type of angel. Yeah. They're winged yeah. fairies that so like the Illyrams have like if you could imagine like a cool skin on a character in a video game that has like wings that are like battle like skin or something. Like that's what oh, they yeah. have. Dragons would have more like white weather or white feather wings. The seraphim would look Probably similar with like angel like wings is how it's described. Uh, so and not okay. like the Diablo wings. Because those I angel wings are so strange. Yeah. There's a lot of wings that you're referencing right there in Diablo. I mean, <laughs> that's fair. Fair. <laughs> my my thought was like the like classic angels that have like their wings are just like tendrils of light. Oh it's yeah. just like those yeah. wings are strange. 
but uh that's that's all the angels that, or the angels the fairies that i was going to talk about today really i think it's just very cool how diverse it is and there's probably more uh fairies i'm just keep wanting to say angels now uh-huh. um, <laughs> um but those are just the ones that like are probably the most common and really a fantastic book series if you guys haven't read it i mean you guys too um <laughs> I totally it. they're really fun if you're like under 18 maybe don't yeah. <laughs> but uh i just two things at least for our podcast i think that are the most cool would be that how similar like how the, the similarities between real like fairies in our own time and then now and then also um the fact that they're based off of real fairy tales yeah and man. for our podcast specifically that's why this book series is so cool because we can we were all about folk tales and stories mm-hmm. and stuff so, I had a lot of fun. I'm reading these books, anyways. Um, yeah, that's that's about it. We have this week. I just, I mean, like this seems like a super like in depth series. Like honestly, like really surprised me. Just the seriously amount of like lore and like the in depth, like just the different species alone. Honestly, I find like yeah. super fascinating. You know, like kudos to the author for that. Seriously, just making the creatures alone, because like making a, a world with an in-depth story that's actually like interesting and stuff like that, that's a lot of work. But like as well as like a whole nother task is having to come up with all of these creatures, having unique traits about them, having unique like visual aspects of each of them and stuff like that, and everything that makes them personality-wise different. That is such a like massive task to keep to take and try and keep track of in your mind. That must be so difficult. It is very impressive to do. Well, there are um, like some like wraiths, you know, that we do have in other pop culture and Mm -hmm. fantasy things. Like most of them weren't and they're all her creation. And I think it's just very. Yeah. I mean, like for as as far as fantasy books go, this is, you know, one of the best series I've read. And it's yeah, I I think it's it's very cool. Yeah, that is so fascinating. And, and And there's nothing wrong with taking a little bit of inspiration from things that we have in the real world or things that oh, we, I mean, like other I mean, books and things that are written couldn't you know have fantasy without tolkien exactly. right and yeah. based on tolkien. <laughs> so. exactly so like taking something that already exists and then just adding your own spin onto it i feel like that's just as much creating your own creature as anything because like you're taking something that like inspiration wise but then turning it into something that fits more into your world than the original creature so i think that's yeah. exactly cool. why i was like maybe maybe not a yeah, like maybe I'm not really ready for a retelling of you know Blue, Beauty and the Beast, but like she made it her own and it was yeah fantastic. Um, I I just was excited. I was nervous about doing this episode because it's a first time doing a book series, but like it was just so fun. I was reading the books and now I was able to you know go watch tons of like TikToks and stuff that other people made about the book, and it was just it was just a fun. It was a fun ride. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but speaking of that, yeah, go check out our. I've even made a yeah. TikTok about it. Hey, oh, heck yeah. He kept watching his own TikTok over and over again. He's like, wow, that's so smart. <laughs> Man, I'm so creative. No. <laughs> yeah. uh, you can also check us out on Twitter at Vanquishers Pod. And we give updates to what we're doing and to when we release new episodes. So go ahead, give us a follow there. And of course, we want to thank you guys so much for listening to our episodes. We just have so much fun making them, but it makes yeah. us even more happy when we see that people listen. Yeah. And if you uh, could, if you could or want to, we'd love if you shared it with a friend of yours, someone who, I don't know if you know someone who you think would be interested in this series, in this book, then uh, share with them. Maybe they'll uh, hear this episode and go listen to the book series after that. Yeah. But anyways, we will catch you guys next week. Have a good one. Bye.